Welcome to the Well Played DLC podcast, Australia's juiciest gaming podcast. I am Zach Jackson, and that's all. This week, we're only going to keep it real brief, real short. Uh, we're going to purely focus on Marvel's Spider-Man 2, one of the biggest games of the year. Mr. Ash Whaling has reviewed it, so as soon as I stop talking, you'll hear from the man himself about the game and his time with it, and uh, James, Adam, Nathan, Rhiannon, and I will throw him a bunch of questions, and that's this week's episode. So a little special treat. Enjoy, and we'll see you on the, on the other side. We have a very special segment right now. We've got Mr. Ash Whaling coming to us from the future or past, whatever it may be. Anyway, he's here and he's here to talk about Marvel's Spider-Man 2. Stepping Mr. Ash out Whaling, of the time good to have stream. you on board to chat. Hi, everybody. How are we all doing? Pretty good. Swung in and surprised us there. I'm uh, yeah, no, I just hey. had to shoot some sticky white stuff and then finish playing Marvel Spider-Man 2. How are we doing? You know, I was going to say I'm happy that you've joined us. We're talking about Ham Ham again? <laughs> We're talking about me. comes full circle. Spider-Ham. I think it was just weird that you sat there in silence for an hour and 50 minutes <laughs> and then now you've just decided to speak, but, you know, whatever. Welcome <laughs> to the Hamcast. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Like I said, I was playing with sticky white stuff, you know. Can't blame you. Fair enough. Just keep saying it, bro. I don't need to. So, uh, yeah, I have gone into the hyperbolic time chamber of uh, Peter Parker and friends and have emerged the other side, sleeker, sexier, and uh, covered in spandex. So Marvel Spider-Man 2 is finally a thing. And uh, to say I played the shit out of it is probably a understatement because not only did I play it, I actually beat our good friend Kiron to the Platinum Trophy. So, hey. that's, a, that's one Bravo. for me. Nice. Let's take that, Kieran. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've played. That is, a, that is a hallmark achievement for me. I've managed to get a Platinum before the game actually came out as part of the review process. But, anyway. Uh, moving on. Game good. Is that enough? Is that all we need from my impressions? Or Look, I just no, want to like know it. if Spider-Man and Miles Morales kiss. Mm. <laughs> I love how there's so true. many there's so many critical questions on the internet that people are asking, and I haven't seen that one. Do they have a smooch? <laughs> I think more importantly, do they do it or one of them's upside down, like in the Raimi movies? Because oh, I think that's probably the most yeah, important thing. The upside down. What if yes. they're both upside down? Is Venom oh. involved? Venom's, Venom's the one right side up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, now it's a romantic comedy, and I'm down for that. Mm. Um, Baby, what that tongue yeah. did. Two guys and a venom beast. It's great. <laughs> uh, See, you know, no. Nathan looks like the innocent one, but I tell you. He He's just bides his demon. time. Exactly. Yeah. He waits. He's like a dark, dark horse. He'll come in in the last minute. A bit like Venom. Um, <laughs> no, I got it all done in about 36 hours. It was... Pretty much, it's kind of weird to say this, but it was everything I expected 
from what a Spider-Man sequel should look like. Like, if you sort of plot a graph between, like, Marvel's Spider-Man and then Miles Morales, there's sort of an upward swing of, like, refined systems and quality, and they kind of nailed that trajectory. They sort of went, like, we started here, and we improved it here, and if we keep improving at this rate, we should end up here, and they nailed it. Really, really good. Really, like, refinement of systems, tight gameplay. The game world was made to be sort of not wash with crap to do but sort of just enough stuff that was all really good and engaging which is great because i think that was a really big sort of criticism people had for the earlier games like miles had good things to do as side sort of activities but marvel spider-man sort of just flooded the place so uh really good really sort of fulfilling game as far as like everything you do sort of feels fun and enjoyable um it's stunning let's just get that out of the way like I don't think there's any doubt out there apart from like the most, you know, absolutely bespoken Sony haters probably just saying it looks like comic book shit, I guess. But it's really pretty comic book shit. What about the puddle reflections? <laughs> you mean the fact that ray tracing's turned on in every single mode? <laughs> no, mate. It's the fact that when you're smashing into a building, glass doesn't go shattering everywhere. I think that mm. was the main complaint people said, which is, I guess it's fair. But at the same time, like in those moments, you're not looking for glass. You're freaking out because there's shit flying towards you but um, can i ask what the actual game is about like i've not played sure spider-man one i've not played miles morales not to play spider-man two but so uh what's the story here there's this man right and he has the powers of an arachnid also known as a spider so he's Mm. kind of a spider man but um if you want (laughs) sorry james if you want the reader's digest version sort of um like Spider-Man, Spider-Man is just, it's about Peter Parker being Spider-Man and sort of, you know, his life becoming more complicated. It ends with another person becoming a Spider-Man, which is Miles. And then the Miles game, it's him becoming a Spider-Man. This game is what happens now that there's two Spider-Mans, Spider-Men, and sort of how their story goes from there. The big thing about Spider-Man in general is that it's, it's sort of more about Peter Parker than it is about Spider-Man. And that's sort of a big thing in this game. The big question is, can, can Peter have a life? Like, can he? And then it goes off the deep end with, you know, supervillains and a living alien symbiote suit that can give you superpowered abilities. You know, normal home and away kind of shit. Love that. <laughs> Are you the dad and is it a symbiote alien life form? I don't want to give out the plot just because basically the game's split up into sort of two very distinct halves. And the first half is like, oh yeah, it's a Spider-Man game. And then the second half is, oh, everything's gone to pot. Cool. But um, it's basically, I said in my review that technically the theme of the game is about loss and sort of like when you are suffering, how do you seek support? It sounds massively wanky and that's probably because it is, but like if you read comic books and all you see is like the bop, pow and zowie sound effects, then cool, good for you. But if you read a bit deeper, you can see that there's like actual stories there. And that's the big thing in here. It's about... How do you ask for help and when should you ask for help and how do different people deal with their different baggage? Like, literally, the game has so many themes about how much should you shoulder before you ask for help and how much is the stuff that you're you're shouldering worth keeping? You know what? That is That is actually fantastic because you think about, okay, like... Typically, you know, like, you know, superheroes equals little boys looking up to them, growing up into men, right? And it's like actually identifying that, you know, superheroes have feelings because, you know, 
they're mostly mm -hmm. based on the human model. Um, and then also sometimes, you know, Spider-Man on the chain of like s skill uh, compared to like, you know, Iron Man or Captain America, you know what I mean? He's, he's a little bit down the bottom. So, you know, sometimes he, it's okay. He's dealing with it. Yeah. He's getting there. Yeah. Yeah. That's he does, amazing. He, he, you know, doesn't have billions of dollars. He doesn't have, you know, military training. He's just sort of a teenager that suddenly gets sticky fingers. Fuck, <laughs> he knows where to get a good sandwich in Queens, though, eh? Mate, it's all about the, the pizza, you know? I thought that no, was the, those turtle thing. guys. That's the No, no. He also likes a good pizza pie. But um, that's that's the theme I took away from it. I really I really enjoyed just that there was this really thick marbling of like a very human story of you know, like actually saying, "Hey man, thanks for helping," but not like "Thanks for helping me punch that guy in the face." More like, "Hey, thanks mm. for helping me not let my life fall to pieces," because that could, could be a thing I did. But apart from that, much like I said in my review, if you don't give a toss about that shit, you can still get by with bad guys getting punched in the face until the good guys win. Oh yeah. <laughs> So yeah, really good. Um, structurally, like mechanically, it's got some massive improvements which are really good. Radial wheels gone. Nobody wants them. Get them out of here. Let's not have like an equipped gadget. That's bullshit. Just face buttons. It's great. You hold down a trigger. You press a face button. That power or that gadget happens. There's no fumbling. It's wicked. Um, apart from that. Just aesthetically gorgeous. Love it. Like soundtrack, visuals, all of it. Really, really nice. So it's the second ten that I have ever given as part of my tenure with Well Played. Which feels really goofy when you think about the only other game I gave a 10 was Mario Kart 8 Deluxe for the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> I mean, Perfect game. Of course, though. right? It's yep. a great I mean, game. A question, it's worthy. I know, but it's just like... <laughs> one game is like, if you like a kart racing, this is the best one. Wahoo! <laughs> and then the other one's like, it made me feel human. <laughs> like, <laughs> how's the uh is there any updates to like photo mode you know because i'm so all about many. asking about uh, photo mode uh i was so excited when i saw that it has like photo mode already in the game because i'm just like i'm not just going to take regular screenshots i'm going to make all my own screenshots <laughs> that i did and then when i was making the review video i was also like oh i can do like a slow pan across the thing i'm talking about oh I can be a massive wanker and I love it. <laughs> it was terrible. Like I was halfway through the game. Like, sorry, I first day of playing it and I was like, man, I've spent so much time in this game and then I realized I probably spent about 30% of that in photo mode trying to get really nice shots of things. Yes. But I'd done nothing. My progress was 12%. So like, really the I'm gameplay gonna... is like six hours and it was like 30 hours doing that. Fantastic. Well, you can finish about you can finish the game in about thirty hours if you want to finish everything, and I finished in thirty six. So I think six hours was probably dedicated to me just fucking about it. I approve. Mode. So that's thirty six for the platinum. A little bit more for the platinum. If you okay. want, to, so when I say hundred percent, I mean like the game's content, not the trophy specifically, but like yeah, you know, right, if you've played yeah. Spider Man games, there's shit to do. Mm -hmm. Doing all the content, I was just over thirty hours. That's okay. exceptionally lean and really encouraging to hear. It is actually quite is encouraging. Lean? No, is, lean. That's, is that lean? Considering well, how for yeah. Yeah. Spider Man yeah. was. Yeah. It's right, lean okay, okay. by comparison. Yeah, if you relatively. think about a game like Starfield that wants to like easily just take 90 hours of your life and you've barely scratched the surface, like it's lean comparatively. I don't think it, in the grander scheme of things, I think that's a hearty meal. Yes, mm -hmm. I agree. I agree with that. Um, so 
Obviously, a big deal has been made about Miles and Peter both inhabiting the same game this time, right? Sure. Does it balance that well? I think both, like what you're saying about the narrative has me really excited, sure. right? And I can see that having those two dudes in particular in the same story to talk about how men don't deal with their shit is already quite exciting to me. Um, gameplay terms, though, does it flow nicely between them? Do you feel as if, like, if you're building up, like, Peter's skill tree, right, and then you have to switch to Miles, does that get frustrating, or how does that work? So there's a couple of... There's sort of a couple of pitfalls. Uh, uh, what I'll do is I'll just quickly in, uh, just address one thing. When I approached the game, I was expecting the Grand Theft Auto V multiple protagonist system. That's what mm. I was thinking. I thought, I'm going to jump between these guys pretty seamlessly. That's not the case, but not in a bad way. You can swap between the two Spider-Men, just sort of when you're out doing things. Like if you're out, you know, heading to a mission or doing crimes and things like that, when you're not actually actively fighting someone or doing something, you can push a button and swap between them. And they'll be in different parts of the city, and that's awesome. And if you're controlling one Spider-Man, that doesn't stop the other Spider-Man from actually dropping by. You could jump into a crime, and that dude will turn up. And then, mm -hmm. you know, you'll fight everything off. And they'll hang out for a bit. And you can have a high five and an awkward hug and say, yo, bro, I'll buy the, I'm going to get the post-celebratory pizza next time. It's going to be good stuff. It does not extend to narrative moments specifically. And I've said in my review, that is on purpose. It's it, sort of, if you have these two Spider-Men with their progression paths, if you could just sort of openly jump between them, technically you could like exhaust all of Peter's gadgets and then quickly jump to Miles and exhaust all of his gadgets and just sort of completely suck all of the actual depth out of the gameplay just by just, you know, overpowering stuff. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't happen in the narrative. Instead, narrative moments will swap you to that character when it's necessary for a particular purpose. And it's done in a very careful, very cool way. Like okay. if something awesome happens that explains why Peter can't be doing something right now, Miles, you're up, buddy hit the plane from a progression standpoint they've made it very careful that there is a range of things that's shared between both of the spideys so gadgets if you level up a gadget they both get it just straight out of the bat when it comes to skill trees there is a shared skill tree which is based around stuff that appeals to both of them that's things like traversal it's things like uh, special stealth mechanics stuff like that then you have skill tree trees for each one of them so you can level up the Venom abilities of Miles. You can level up the new sort of uh, mechanical arms for Peter. And I think the best way that they've managed to make this sort of an easy balancing act where you don't sort of neglect one over the other is that you do sort of gain your skill points quite quickly. Like, I don't mean as in they like come at you thick and fast. I just mean like I sort of was doing... I'd sort of go and do a side mission and then quickly check and I have a couple of skill points banked up. So I was like, okay, cool. Maybe I'll put one in Peter, I'll put one in Miles, and maybe I'll put one in the middle when I get the next one. You know, it's... I never felt lacking on a particular one of my Spideys, which was awesome. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's what we're thinking about multiple characters. Spider-Man sequels and introducing multiple villains in those sequels can get sure. a little bit messy. Um, obviously, Venom's been a, a pretty major part of the marketing yeah. this time, right? Um, you can't spoil who else is in the game. Totally wouldn't want you to. Is it balanced around having those villains, though? And also, is Venom good in this? Because it's very easy to do a bad Venom. No, absolutely. <laughs> when we say good, and we mean I, hot. Yeah. <laughs> I do absolutely mean, do I see his giant... Yeah, yeah, we, he's got he's, he's got that body. He looks yes. like he'd do he'd do well in a in a pair of jorts on a beach somewhere. He does, isn't he? So when it comes to this particular game, I really enjoyed Marvel Spider Man, but that was mostly because I sort of got the big you know pop of oh it's the Sinister Six, wow that's pretty cool. Like you don't do the first Spider Man game and have the Sinister Six, that's crazy. 
it's a bit more controlled in this one, but in a good way. Like, they don't go mm. ham. There is a cast of villains. They are awesome. They all have a reason for being there. And I think the big thing that makes these villains cool is that they have sort of a bit of a supporting cast of, like, their own goons and reason for being there, which makes it cool. When you're not dealing with that particular villain, you're still dealing with their influence. Mm. That's probably the best way I can put it. And it has a profound impact on the world. There is a massive portion of stuff that I do not mention in the review because I just don't want people to not... to to experience it without physically holding the controller in their hand. Mm-hmm. So that's probably the best way I can put it. Like the the villains have a very real effect on the world that is cool. And it's something that wasn't really present in the other two games, but in this one, it's wicked. Like one so, thing I can talk about because it's been revealed is things like the, you know, Craven's goons, the hunters have, you know, blinds set around the city. And these blinds effectively are camouflage. Like you don't see them until you get close to them. The top of building, when you, you sort of look at it and, Take a second glance and go, wait a minute, the top of that building is shimmering. And then when you get closer, it's because there's a cloaking field around it. That's and that's cool. cool because yeah. there's like there's like a challenge there that you, you can go mm-hmm. to if you wish, but if you ignore it, it's not going to impact you because they're not going to they're not going to deal with you unless you mm-hmm. go into that field. So it's kind of cool. But apart from that, there is much higher stakes that pop up later in the story that are wicked. Um, as far as Venom goes, uh, again, won't go deep into the paint on this one, but I will say that, like, it's really hard to do a really awesome portrayal of Venom. Like, come on, he's one of the most unique Spider-Man characters because he, he was, like, designed by Todd McFarlane, wasn't he? Like, the Spawn guy? Yeah. Yeah, he was not indeed, yeah. 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 Designed by him, not, not, he wasn't just influenced, it was flat out designed yeah. by him. Designed okay. by. Yeah. So... He looks awesome. He sounds wicked. The voice actor for him is, um, it's, ah, oh, he's done so much voice acting and I forget what his main roles are. But, um, you look him up and straight away you'll be like, oh, it's that guy. His voice is so iconically terrifying and otherworldly. It's sick. Tony Todd? Is that it? Is it can- Candyman actor? It is. I wanted to say Candyman actor, but I didn't want to be that guy. Where I'm like, I'm mixing up two similar-looking yeah, celebrities. Yeah. No, it is him. Cool. Yeah. That's no, right. It is. Yeah, the Candyman actor, and he is bananas. And it's really cool because obviously it's the whole idea of the symbiote. It's multiple people, so there's parts where the voice weaves in and out of one person talking in the other, and you're like, ooh, that that wasn't him talking just then. That was something else. Ooh, and like it's literally like you're holding the controller, going, oh, oh, that was cool. Awesome. Mm, but um, um yeah i just yeah. have one more super quick question <laughs> go for the it. the black suit is it fun oh it's a it's powerful feeling like sick one thing i'll share with people just in case you're not noticing or just in case you play with headphones when you get the black suit and you start doing black suit stuff pay attention to the controller and the speaker on it I was playing with headphones and I didn't realize until I had to take my headphones off for a phone call and I was still playing the game that I realized that there was stuff happening with my controller. It was something I wanted to put into both my review and the video portion of my review, but just when you're doing black suit stuff, just pay attention to what is happening (laughs) at at your fingertips because it's uh, it's definitely something. Tantalizing. I have a a quick question for you. Sure. Is this a safe sequel, do you think? Or, or is there more stuff that, that they could have done? Do you think some people are going to be maybe somewhat disappointed? 
by that because we because I think we were talking about this at at uh, PAX last weekend about how um, God of War the reboot like you know and you know even RE two right you know set the set this new standard kind of thing and then Ragnarok and RE three whatnot came out and it wasn't quite as tantalizing you know that second time round is that kind of the feeling here like like or is this grow bigger so. and better I think I don't I don't think so in this case I think the thing that makes it's kind of interesting that we've just we've literally just got a Spider-Man game with just a two slapped on the end of it. Like it hasn't <laughs> got a different suffix or something to like try and explain that it's something different. Going back to what I mentioned before with sort of the progression curve, this is the sequel to the first game, and it's sort of a natural progression. Everything that's been learned so far has led to this point. I think it is a perfect example of a PS5 exclusive Spider-Man game because they've sort of blown open as much as they can without having to sort of reinvent things. What I'm most concerned about, like I wouldn't call this a safe sequel, but I will say that whatever the next Spider-Man game looks like, I have a great deal of secondhand anxiety for what the fuck Insomniac's gonna do. Like Spider-Man 2 when compared to Spider-Man 1, Bigger, better, bolder, tighter, you know, awesome. Exactly what you want. But there's going to be a next game. There's no doubt in my mind. There's enough sequel hooks buried in this game. They're not hidden. It's very clearly like, you know, these are things we're leaving open for what's going to happen next. Not in a, not in a, I really wish they'd finish that story off kind of way. I just mean like they're just very carefully placed eggs for later. But whatever the fuck Spider-Man 3 looks like or Spider-Man 2.5, if they're going to do a Miles S game, like, they can probably get away with another Miles kind of title from this, but what comes next, I don't know what it looks like. I don't even know how they'd manage to do something that can meet all the expectations that'll be built coming out of this. Like, Spider-Man 3 will have to take place on the moon or in the <laughs> Amazon rainforest, or it'll just have to have, like, like literally... Three, mate. Yeah, it, it just, it'll just have to do something completely bananas to sort of keep the ramping up going. Does it's being a IP... Uh, game uh, does that limit where you think Insomniac can take it in the first game I felt there was a few walls like they sort of they could sort of wink at things but like you know like fucking Avengers Tower is there but they don't do anything with it and I sort of went it kind of feels like they sort of they're not allowed to dip into that there's a bit more in this game that suggests that maybe those walls aren't as hard as I thought they were. So as far as like, like, it's kind of interesting because you sort of have to look at it from a couple of perspectives. IP-wise, it's Spider-Man. But it is Insomniac Spider-Man. That's been very clearly established. A lot mm -hmm. of things differ from the other, you know, continuities, be it movie, be it book. So the sky's kind of the limit as far as what they want to do with the character. But wider world stuff, they seem to have the ability to leverage some of that in some way. Whether they want to go whole hog and just be like, yeah, fuck it, here's the X-Men, I don't know. But just there's like hints and things throughout this game that make me go, oh, okay, maybe that isn't as off the table as I thought. Okay, mm. cool. Mm. I mean, Fans it's an IP game. Question? Like they, it, it, They're still going to be like beholden to the natural law of like Spider-Man. Like, mm. that's just something that happens across all 
facets of fiction. This is the character. This is what you'd expect. There's some things that are flexible, and then there's some things that are rigid. There's always an mm-hmm. Aunt May. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, Uncle Ben. It's just well, you know, it's just more like he's not Your the stables. next game. It's not going to be him with laser guns. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I just wanted to the the God of War, to God of War Ragnarok thing. Um, t- what I'm hearing from what you're saying about uh, Spider Man Two is that it sounds like where where Ragnarok went much much bigger far too quickly. This sounds like it's iterative in and refining in the right ways while also telling a more mature story. Is the vibe I'm getting, mm. um, and that has me tremendously excited because I thought Ragnarok was not good um and the that wider marvel world that it's you're sort of hinting at there that's what makes me nervous about i think people are going to want the bigger the better the 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 brasher kind of sequel and yeah. i just i, I think we're, we're, we're so often chasing like it's got to be fucking massive the next one's got to be massive it's like we can just have good games that are good at what they do though yeah um and that's what this sounds like to me i, I agree with you there i like this there's, there's something about epic creep that sort mm, of pops up. Yeah. There's like every everything has to somehow outdo the last threat or the last problem. I don't yeah. really want to see that. I, it's probably going to happen in this series if they want to keep sort of progressively making things bigger. But you're right. Like as far as sequels go, like Zach mentioning this could be a safe sequel. I think it's more like a perfect example of an iterative sequel in the sense that it's bigger and better, not without blowing out its scope, but just by tightening everything down and making sure that it's still a familiar experience, but more fun just by how they've refined it down to just being really tight. Mm-hmm. Cool. Like I just, I, I cannot stop talking about how much I love how they've changed the systems in this game. I enjoyed the other two games, but just by little things, like the changes to like, gadgets and stuff and one thing i will say is a standout inclusion and i cannot praise it enough and it's going to sound really dumb but giving bosses health bars like that may sound so mundane but when you really look at the boss fights in marvel's spider-man and miles morales they are interactive cutscenes. When you strip away all of the glorious visuals, it is a Dr. Robotnik boss fight where you dodge shit (laughs) and then bop the dude on the head three times. The rest doesn't matter. Shooting webs, punching them, doesn't matter. Reach the break break point, bop them on the head. In this game, just by having a health bar associated with the big, mean motherfucker that is doing things to you, you suddenly know every little thing you do and whether it has an impact or not Mm. did that gadget kick his ass did that power kick his ass is it worth punching him it's so fucking basic but it completely elevates that entire experience and the immersion of the boss fight changes from wow this looks cool to wow i'm actually winning very nice you look you look confused adam you, do, you know what a health bar is, though, right? No, I do. I do. <laughs> I didn't for a second that, there. He's processing that big 10 out of 10. <laughs> I'm keen as a bean, mate. Yeah, Could not be more excited, excited for, this. for this game. I have to so, say the uh, only... Well, I was going to say my final closing statement is just simply avoid spoilers however you can. If you have an interest yeah. in this game, just crawl under a rock if you cannot get it on launch day. Um, there's been a couple of headlines today and because I finished the game I love checking in on spoiler leaks and reports just to see if they're true or not 
there was a big round of shit that came out today, and it is true. Some Spanish outlets released a bunch of videos, so it's like, wow. Um, I've actually blah. muted like Spider Man to yeah Spider-Man. just don't go to the reddit just apparently Spider-Man. the reddit's just openly like hey yeah. check out this character it's like what? not happening but that's I have a question it. for you 10 out sure. of 10 might of 10 every time 10 out of 10 I had to digest it I honestly left my 4 days of non-stop gameplay going is it a 10 out of 10 or have I just developed Spidey Stockholm Syndrome like my entire <laughs> family left the house no, I actually, I actually started the game again to get screenshots of stuff that I couldn't in my 100% file, and I couldn't stop playing. And I'm like, no, it is that good. It is that good. No, this just, okay. this doesn't feel like a chore. I'm playing it again. There's no achievement for playing it again. I'm just playing it again because it's fun. My question to you is: This the game? Sorry, is this the best game you've played this generation? Is in the PlayStation Five. Ooh. Correct. And, like, whatever games have come in that span of time. So if you want to include PC games from that time as well. It's not an easy question to answer, but I reckon if you ask me in 10 years' time when I'm sitting there with my PS6 or my PS7 or whatever, and you said, hey, Ash, what was your favourite PS5 game? I'd probably say this, unless, like, they bring out a Spider-Man 3 that blows my penis clean off. I don't know. (laughs) But, like, given how it is right now, like... You go, what was your favourite game of the PS2, Ash? I'm like, oh, Jack 2. Love it. What was your favourite game of the PS3, Ash? Oh, the God of War 3. It was ridiculous. In this case, I'd probably say my PS5 game. Yeah, it probably is Spider-Man 2. Cool. It's just complete. It's just a complete package. It's just nice to play a game that... It doesn't have any silly microtransactions. It's polished brilliantly. There's no cut corners. There's no compromise. Like, every little thing where you just go, oh, they, they could probably just, you know, cut this corner. They don't. They don't... Oh, this character would definitely just be an off-screen character. No, no, they're there. Oh, they're probably not going to talk, though. They don't need to get a voice actor for this character. No, no, they talk. Like, they just... They want to do something, so they just fucking did it. And they just did it to the best possible way they could. It was, it's awesome. It's really, really good. You don't need to convince me anymore. I've, I've, I, I can... I believe everything that you're saying. Like, I have... I, a ridiculous level of secondhand excitement for other people to play this game. <laughs> I am dying to talk about it. With yeah, people, I, I, I can't. I have the controller. It is ready. My body is ready to play. I'm pretty fun. sure I've reached a point where if I mention like the words Peter Parker, Miles Morales, or Venom, my wife just says, "Can you please shut the fuck up?" And I'm like, "Fair enough." She didn't <laughs> sign the NDA, but she's just part of it by association. <laughs> you talk about Very it in nice. your dreams. Probably. Cool. Well, you can check out Ash's written review, his video review, and a bunch of little stuff will come out at a a slightly later date. Yes, Uh, I have trophy guides for people. And stuff. But, uh, yeah, that'll all be on the YouTube. And, uh, Ash, amazing work. I hope you're enjoying Japan right now. That's where I'll be when you're listening to this. And if you do check out my review video, just please know that at the very end, I did actually hurt myself. I'm I'm really looking forward to that oh, video. Not 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 oh, not you hurting yourself, but just this comedic gold you have for us. It's okay, I got better. Alrighty, Mr. Whaling, thank you. I don't know what Spider Man's send off is, but he doesn't really have one. But I just say, if <laughs> problem comes along, you must whip it. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, thank you for listening to Ash's review of Marvel's Spider-Man 2. You can check out all the content on the website. There's going to be a video review. There are some video, um, some other videos going up that you can check out on the YouTube, which is um, backslash wellplayed underscore au. Please go check it out. Like it, subscribe it, comment it, do whatever you got to do with it. And we'll see you next time for the DLC podcast proper.